We are live. Now oh, we no. are. I see us. The little audio bars I'm are moving. In the flesh. We're here. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Hello, beautiful, ooh. talented, imaginative, and, and just wonderful people watching us out there and putting up with all of our shenanigans. 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 Well, Stay with shenanigans. Yeah. So we're back with some America, uh, deep entrenched in the, the food truck wars as these guys are embarking on the yearly contest uh, sponsored by WKPT Radio Station and the Chow Network, uh, which stands for Culinary Hosts of Wonder, by the way. This is the uh, street food competition yearly gathering. You guys submitted your paperwork last uh, time we played and uh, decided to do a little bit of scouting around and trying to see what you could uh, leverage could be managed before the contest actually starts. But let's go through and just, just Tell me who you are, what character you're playing, a little bit about them. We'll do plugs at the end. So, Chuck, who are you playing? Oh, my gosh. I am playing Christian. Our mutant. I'm big. I'm strong. I have a tiny head in the center of my chest. Um, and yeah, that's really, you know, I just function as the muscle for the food truck. So, and I'm okay with that. I also have a tail, but I keep it ramped around my waist. So, it just looks like I'm wearing a fur belt. Um, and yeah. I got a, I got a big old axe. There we go. There, that works. There. Jake. Well, I am Jake. I am with the Defenders of Cobalt, and I will be playing a retired, uh, well fired, plumber, uh, turned scavenger named Green Louis G. Yes, in fact. Uh, let's go down to Dan. Everybody, Dan with the Defenders of Cobalt, and I'm playing uh, Frank, our cleric. Of, of the foods. Our god, Buddy O'Burger, has been doing a solid lately. So, god of, of cannibalism and food service. All right. And Eddie, I'm bringing you in last because we need to bring you into the festivities as you missed last time. Your uh, conjugal visit with the uh, clown prince, god of uh, Maybe fast did you all food do good. and uh, <laughs> cannibalism. Uh, one unit a raffle. So who are you playing? I am playing Fergie, I think still, question mark. We'll see. We'll see how many bite marks get taken out of me, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. during my uh, happy-go-lucky fun playtime with uh, Buddy O. But uh, yeah, I'm Fergie. I am a companion bot. Shiny and fancy and curvaceous as hell, apparently. Uh, I like to bring all the boys and girls and robots. Well, not robots. I don't like robots, but you know what I mean. I bring them all to the yard with my milk. And all the sentience to the yard. All the sentience to the yard. Yeah, but I do have an irrational hatred of other robots. Well, you will uh, materialize uh, back at the place that your group is renting. Uh, If you were down any uh, hit points and all of that, you're back up to full. The only difference is you've got a tramp stamp right above your buttocks that says, bless my buddy. <laughs> my buddy. <laughs> he, has, he has hosed me down with his sweet love and grace <laughs> a few times. That's a sentence. <laughs> That's a your, sentence. Your chassis is freshly scrubbed and uh, everything is working uh, nominally as you... Uh, 
are teleported back in. So this is the, the rest of you where uh, basically after the, the fun you had last episode, we'll do a little recap as to what you remember. This will happen after uh, you guys have settled back in and uh, about to turn in for the night. So what'd you do? <laughs> and what do you have planned? We originally went to go sabotage one of our competitors on their awesome floating island of, of fun times with the distillery. I don't know if I need to say anything else about that. There is a distillery. Mm-hmm. Um, we decided not to. I guess that's important. We also. made friends. That's what we, we did. Made we friends, made friends. Not only did we make friends, uh, but this big food truck or, you know, big competition we're going into, uh, we made an ally in it. Uh, yeah. And we kind of want them to win. Yeah. We want to come in second place here. We have a new ally? We do. The yeah. Hunger Mutilators, <laughs> ended up by Awesome Arnie, the uh, the barbecue specialist, who ended up being just a really rad guy. <laughs> He's super cool. He was. He's like way nicer than us. He actually deserves to win, unlike us. He does. Well, the the cool thing is, too, is if he wins, he gets the restaurant. We get uh, his food. And he actually operates off of a floating trash heap off the coast that fuels off of natural gas coming off the river bottom um and uh if he wins he's giving us that with all of his gear and including recipes recipes, super awesome brewery so yeah you know yeah the beer was amazing absolutely amazing So there's another reason why you don't mind coming in second place, as you found out after perusing through your sign-up materials, which was, do you guys remember? Um, It's super dangerous. Uh, Is it super dangerous? dangerous. It's also super rigged. Yeah. Um, If we get there, the, the citizenship award is going to go to a human. Which is probably me, and I already applied. Luigi, are you human? Uh, mixed blood, so... No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but if there were no other humans in your party, he would probably be the next most yeah. okay. So the, the problem is, is since we've already got Frank applied for citizenship... Um, we'll just bite our time. Yeah, so yeah, if we win... Yeah, it's, it's not... Yeah it's a lot of trouble that we think probably isn't worth it. But uh, secondarily is it costs nothing to enter and you find out that you are going to be put in uh, positions where you can collect a lot of useful spoils that you get to keep. (laughs) Yeah. All savage at the competition we get to keep. Yeah. Anything you salvage is yours. So like equipment, like nice equipment and things like that, rare equipment. Yeah. Put it in our pockets and walk away. All right. Anything else memorable from last yes. session you want yes. to get <laughs> um, didn't get to the fun part yet. We decided we wanted to s- sabotage one of the other competitors. Uh, They're big, yeah, military-ish organization. Yeah, let me look at my notes. The three cherries. The yeah. mighty, mighty meat tones. Yeah. Yeah, we tried to break into a restaurant that they had uh, listed on their application form, and it turns out to have just been a death trap for anybody trying trap. to sabotage them. Yeah, uh, and then the for real bad problem here, too, is the fact that they recorded cameras. it 
so we went in, we trashed their place, we stole a bunch of stuff, uh, and it was recorded, and then as soon as we left, we got another police fine present. No, it's not a fine, it's a summons. Summons, that's right. Which means we're probably looking at jail time. But we don't have to show up for a month. So. Who's this we? I just got here. <laughs> well, Exactly. The royal we, all of us. I don't remember. Was there a specific name on that summons? It's your business name. Okay. Well, you're part of the business there, Fergie. So, because yeah. we smashed uh, the satellite dish Fergie, above the building. Technically, yeah. Fergie belongs to Shansi. I'm just property. Okay. Well, not we only slightly more used property now. But while so we I'm were just... tearing stuff up inside, they had us on camera. So oh, but yeah. basically it's, it's whether they choose to take action against us or not, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. So we got, <laughs> we're going to get there and I'm going to be like, I don't know these people. <laughs> so there's some merit to the less we have, the less invaluable are we, or we are also. if they don't survive the competition, also that, then there's no one to, uh, you know, the only problem is that uh, the Mighty Mighty Meat Tones, as well as another one of the teams in the competition, the Armageddon Brunch, are both financed or sponsored by Royals. Yeah. yeah. So and the Mighty Mighty Meat Tones were basically ex-military, sort of, if yeah. I recall. They were definitely ex-military. So they're also good at fighting. <clears throat> yeah, these guys had Rambo traps with hand grenades and shotguns. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so after your festivities, <clears throat> you've come back to the garage that you're renting out on uh, Eddie's Fast Tracks. And as you're coming in, uh, you're... Hmm. Well, Fergie, <laughs> well, let's just say Fergie comes back. Uh, he just appears in a, in a flash of light. <laughs> hey there, uh, buddy. Sans clothing. Uh, we should. <laughs> Hello. We should get you some clothing. Your your dongle showing. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's a little worn out now, but uh, I I promise it'll be perky again tomorrow. Your parts are exposed, and your dongle is showing. <laughs> so uh, Jeremy is not able to join us tonight. So Chauncey unfortunately got some of that wonderful food that Frank cooked up at the beginning of last episode and is now having a very bad bout of dysentery. <laughs> Ouch. That's fair. Oops. Yeah, I rolled in that A member one. of your party has dysentery. Yes, yes. It was a big oops. Yeah, as uh, probably your contact on the uh, misery banks as well. <laughs> he's, he's probably regretting life right now as well. I'm sure it's not that abnormal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So competition starts bright and early Sunday. Uh, today's Saturday. Well, today will be Saturday once you uh, have slept, rested, recharged, etc. Okay. So you guys are limping back fairly late because your whole run um, to the Mighty Mighty Meat Tones was fairly late at night because yeah. you were sneaking, doing some sneaking. Some of us are limping a little more than the others. <clears throat> so did anyone actually get injured by any of the traps that were set? 
I don't think we did. We a did. Really good job. No, yeah. we yeah, we navigated through them pretty well. Yeah. Did a really good job of getting through. We did. We, we got some grenades, a shotgun, some plastic explosives. We did. Ooh. I mean, and a satellite uh, dish, a detonator, a satellite dish, some cameras. Yeah. I mean, whatever they left, we basically took. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll go ahead to the next morning because I know Frank wants to do some shopping. Uh, oh yeah, you got a you got a suitcase with two silver suits, sans uh, the bubble dome. Oh, that was the other thing that you found. So next morning, if anybody was down uh, hit points, you get one back from sleep. And now you've got twenty four hours roughly before the competition starts. I think there was some some order of shopping that needed to be done, or at least personally speaking, I know. I wouldn't mind uh, getting a hold of that there shotgun from the uh, Meat Tones. It is all yours. Place. Thank you very kindly. This will do a lot better than my wrench. I'll take it off of the uh, the team inventory. I already have a, a high power pistol, so I don't know if I need another gun. But I was thinking about maybe getting uh, some uh, armor. I also thought about a sniper rifle. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were going to talk about... Uh, uh, basically, up. there will be situations where we're outside of city jurisdiction. So, uh, you know, anything's cool. Which means that, uh, you know, killing people. Also cool. Also cool. Uh, and considering that we're not the best at it, we should probably make up for it by overwhelmingly arming ourselves. Yeah, we need some gear. I was thinking we also don't have much for healing ourselves. Um, we don't. We've got a lot of money to work with. Yeah. So what do we got? For a fair amount. Equipments. <clears throat> Yeah, so just uh, let me know what you want to pick up. Um, everything's going to be book prices since you're in the Citadel. Things are largely available. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool on my armor. I have no armor. So I was thinking about just going straight to like a silver suit, but I don't know if those are, are those good armor? It's two uh, Imperial, uh, so like two that don't, does, never breaks. That's what it is. Okay. D4, fumble die, uh, Penalty, dice penalty of zero since really light. And I can, I think I can afford that just out of my own pocket cash. Two hundred shot pieces. Yeah, I am going to buy myself two frag grenades. Those are five gold each. Mm -hmm. Oh, the silver suit also gives you a plus two to your any kind of save versus magical effects. Because alien technology is largely incompatible with magic. Now we do. Okay. Are you counting the two silver suits that we have? I was not. I mean, if we want, I'll take one of those. But well, if you're sorry, gonna... I'll be right back. Go ahead and discuss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've got two. So if you're wanting to buy a silver suit, just take one of these. Okay. Um, I'll go ahead and reduce. They're not uh, natively in the... Uh in our system, unfortunately. No, it's, yeah, you'll have to add it. Yeah, I'm going to take two frag grenades. 
something we're going to have to pitch in for is uh, healing. Uh, let's see. I don't. I was thinking about taking a... Not a scrap gun. That's armor pieces. Equipment. Power armor. I looked at power armor because that'd be cool as hell. Just because I like Fallout a lot, but yeah, I think that also was they're very expensive book. and I require more upkeeping than we can manage right now. Yeah, and the armor check penalties are horrendous for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see, Bert. Do you know which book like the healing equipment's in? Uh, well, there's really just not a lot for healing, just in okay. general. Um, I think the only thing there really is is either spells or uh, give me just a second. So I know in America, unnatural. There we go. There's some. Yeah, I mean you can pull stuff from that too if you want. I don't okay. have that one that easy reference for me. Okay. Right now. I'm trying to remember. <clears throat> did we skip some more time? For, for stat recovery purposes or uh, we did at the beginning. So like there was a gulf between the prior story arc and starting a new one. Okay. So, so not, a, but you just I, had another day of rest. Another day. So. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Cause I so still have a stats lot of go up by one and yeah. points up by one. I still have another six days before my agility's back. I think he's still healing that uh, that butt ripping off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still yes. healing from it. So if we want to look at healing, since we don't got much, there is heal all. Cost mm -hmm. is one d one hundred plus two hundred SP per dose, and one dose heals one hit die. Yep. So that's uh, basically it's market uh, fluctuation. It fluctuates wildly. So yeah. you would roll that 1D100, and that's how much each dose will cost you today. Okay. So maybe if we get a favorable, well, we only have today, really. So Yeah. Uh, real quick, what's the math? How many silver and a gold? Is it 10? 10. 10 to 1, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I don't have enough for any of those. I've got 148, and we can always dip into our, our business funds. So if we roll 100, so each dose, it would be 211 silver. We've got... Uh, you can roll it, and then and it's not a commitment to buy it. You're just checking the market to see what well, it's worth. Honestly, 11 is pretty low on a D100. <clears throat> it is, but still, what is that? It's 10 gold, so that's 20... Gold, 21 gold per dose. 210, yeah. We have our cash on hand is 2,700 gold SP. Oh, SP. SP. Since most everything's marked by SP, I've just been keeping at that price point. So it would be 210 SP for a dose. A dose. Mm -hmm. Well, if we get uh, one dose for everyone, what is. Uh, Five a thousand five hundred. Keep in mind, I'm not flesh, I can't be healed by a dosage or something. Yeah. I have to be repaired by Chauncey. Yep, so who is one for me running out of both ends right now, <laughs> staring okay. daggers at Frank. <laughs> hey, I put a lot on the line too. My butt's still hurting. <laughs>
for different reasons, but. There are pieces of me I can't feel anymore, and I should be able to. There are lots of senses. They're not responding. <laughs> <laughs> so for four of us, it'd be 840, and I can take that off of our cash on hand if we want. Yeah, let's go ahead and get. It's up to, up to, to Chauncey to keep you in shape, I think. All right, take the money. I'm going to put it down in my inventory, four doses of heal all. You're buying this from Fupo's Emporium. It's an actual to goodness uh, Western stagecoach that says snake oil on the outside. Ooh. He's got an old dimey Western suit and top hat on where he's uh, extolling all the benefits of his snake oil. There you go. Beautiful. As as you do. Yeah, and you said the silver suits they fit, right? They they'll Yep, they fit anyone. Yep, they stretch to fit. They are 200 shot piece a piece, I believe. Yeah. Well, we had two of them, so I gave Dan one. Yep. Um, I don't know. I really, I don't, I bought a couple grenades, Dan, if you just want to buy a shitload of grenades. I thought about grenades and I thought about a sniper <clears throat> rifle. So I'll have a pistol and a sniper rifle. Okay. Yep. Do that. Buy grenades, buy a sniper rifle. Also remember but, something else you figured out is you might at some point become separated from your food truck because the, yeah. uh, yeah, the special forces guys were clearly setting up for being able to move with stuff easier <laughs> and without yeah. a car and i'm not sure what we need for that necessarily bicycles <laughs> i do have a bicycle pump. skateboards <laughs> so uh also i think i would like to purchase if i can more armor piercing ammunition okay just because if we're going to be going up against people that are potentially armored i would like to have something with a little bit more bang to it more oomph more i don't even know where ammunition and, uh, is in here i'm assuming i also need to purchase some ammunition for my uh crotch shotgun so where, where even is ammunition uh well ammunition is literally that's what a shot piece is one shot piece is ammo okay. if you want armor piercing it's two to one oh, okay. okay perfect so let's see here. I'm going to get, I've got two revolvers, so I want to make sure I've got enough. If you've got shot pieces, you've got bullets then. Yeah, exactly. If you've right. got shot pieces, you've got bullets. If you want armor piercing, it's, it's uh, two to one and you can just, you know, have it. <laughs> well, you'll make it armor piercing. Pistol revolver, and I'm guessing these are a six shot revolver. Yeah, six. Six shot. Okay. So yeah, for the shotgun pieces, for the shotgun ammo, let me look. Here. Same thing. It is shotgun bullet, uh, whether it's a slug or whether it's scatter, is one shot piece because it is one, one bullet. Gotcha. Is there any distinction made between the two? Uh, other than you just saying it's a slug or shot? And, uh, no, but with a gun, yes, there is. Uh, like, Shotguns have a very short range if you're using scatter. If you're using a slug, it has closer to like a rifle's range. Ooh. 
Yeah, I'm. That's good to know. I was. That's that's something that I was curious about. But for for uh, for purposes of the crotch gun, I think we're going full scatter. Mm-hmm. That's short range at best. Yeah, that's that's some in your face hard loving. Yeah, that your crotch gun is essentially it's a scrap gun. It's yeah. very short range, thirty sixteen, no long range at all. Like a little baby blunderbuss. Yeah. I mean, so you know, cute. it's yeah. big. But. So, Bert, fumble die real quick on armor. Mm-hmm. How? What's the quick calculation on that? Okay, so what are you, what do you have? How many steps? Uh, I have seven steps. Okay, so then it's one one step down. Whatever die that is, that's your fumble die. Okay. Um, cool. And I do have I have the riot, which says it's half step on fumbles, which would just be one step left. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. And your penalty is two steps less than whatever your full is. Okay. I figure I have really high agility, so my goal is to just not get hit (laughs) for the most part. Got a sniper rifle, move around sneakily, shoot people at range. What <laughs> if I take that second uh, that second silver suit then? Uh, I just put it on. I can take okay. it back off if you want. I have a mylar well, suit if you want. We, we, we I'll can, take that. Okay. Okay. As they, we can always buy more stuff. Well, uh, with that armor piercing shotgun ammo, I think I'll uh, put my share of the loot into that. <laughs> yeah basically all i want you to do is like if you start shooting just start marking off sh- uh, sp <laughs> for each shot nice. two if you're shooting armor piercing okay that's nice and easy all right so jake you want that mylar or do you really want the silver i'll take the mylar okay that's one step base is a d3 yeah and it doesn't break so yeah yeah, but I still have a Mylar suit too. So it's basically just a step below the silver suit, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's one yeah step except below. for the silver suit allows you to, it has a little save bonus versus magic. And if you get the bubble helm, it does other cool stuff. Yeah. But uh, the bubble helm's really hard to find. Yeah. All right. I'm good to go. I've got a battle axe, I got a club, I got a scrap gun, and I've got a D12 on my armor die. All right, so you spend the morning in Cog Alley, just uh, hitting the shops, pulling out the uh, the things that uh, you know you need for your job. Uh, so it's up to you. You can just have good day of relaxation and roughly uh, you know uh, eighteen hours show up, or if there's anything else you want to do beforehand. So there are two other uh, competitors that you haven't done anything with. Because, largely because you know they've got backing of the royals, and so it might be ex- exceptionally dangerous yeah. to, to muck with them. Mm. Yeah. So that's breakfast at Tiffany's with the chief executive cook, Tiffany Tirade, and uh, Armageddon it? Brunch, the okay. wizarding chef, Molly Mercury, is the head of that one. Okay. If there's ever a, a bubble helm on the market, I want it. But Make a luck check. All right, let's see here. Let me switch over to Tide. <laughs> uh, well, equal to makes it. 
So there is one for sale. Now it's a matter of whether or not you can afford it. Uh, so let's see. The bubble helm is, well, it's 200 silver pieces. And so it's available. On its own, it costs as much as the silver suit does. Yep. I, I can do it. Okay. So. It's a one impervious die step. Uh, no armor check penalty. Um, it gives you basically an environmental seal, uh, filters air, water, everything else out. Uh, plus four save versus all toxins, vapors. It allows you to breathe underwater, airless conditions for up to 24 hours, uh, even total vacuum. Fancy. Yeah. I will probably not get that added to my inventory correctly, but I will try. <laughs> so that means from now on, when someone has to go trudging around on the bottom of the river, you it's get me. to do it's it. Frank. <laughs> yes. It's Frank. It's Frank. What do I put down for the uh, Mylar armor stats here? Uh, it's one die step. So what is your armor total so far? How many? How much? What all armor do you have? None. Okay. So <laughs> then you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So D three armor, uh, fumble dies a D four. No, no penalty check. Does it increase our armor rating by one or? Right. Well, if if he had other armor that he's using with it, it would fall under the stacking armor thing. But this is all the armor he has. For the bubble suit, it actually doesn't stack. It's meant to go with the silver suit, so it it, it does increase your armor uh, to three instead of just two. You know, so they combine, you get a three but it doesn't increase anything else. So it acts just the same uh, for, um, what am I trying to say? It doesn't increase your check penalty or your fumble die at all. Right, which is what I was going for because you know I'll botch it if it's up to me. Yeah. My armor is actually a D10. <clears throat> oh, are you stacking armor, Chuck? Yeah, you because you've got natural armor, don't you? I don't have natural armor, but yeah, I, I've just okay. got a bunch of different pieces of armor. I was just listening to it, and I realized I calculated it one step over. So Okay. Yeah. Before, I, I should probably. have been at a D8, and now with the silver suit, uh, mm -hmm. it moves me up to a D10. So. Okay. Yeah. So your fumble die is a uh, one step lower than that. Uh, my fumble... penalty is two steps lower than that. Yeah. Yeah. The... Uh, riot gear that I've got is half steps for the fumble ah, die. Okay. All right. So my, that works. Yeah. I'm a D7 on that, but also my fumble is still a D7. Mm -hmm. Or my. If we get to armor D7. checks, you'll probably have to tell me how to do it. It's easy. Yeah, you just roll I, your armor I, die. I still have no idea. Yeah, it's, yeah. So whenever you get hit, you just roll your armor die, and that's how many points it reduces from the damage. Yeah. Um, I roll don't over. have an armor die. It, it's yeah, not you do. built it's into a D3. The shit. It, it's a D3. The, Okay. Yeah, so like it once it starts on the dice chain. So one is a D three, you know, two would be a D four, and then you go up the dice chain. Yeah. Okay. Mine is all right. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm having a hard time here. <laughs> so yeah. That's okay. Well, the character sheet's not really made for this, so yeah. that's the other part of it. Well, that and I can't find uh, appropriate information in the book either. So no. <laughs> it's in the combat session under armor. It's it's a simple formula, but yeah, that's where it is. We'll get it figured out eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll wear my Mylar suit and my silver suit. <laughs> Can you do that? 
All right. Anyway, so yeah. shopping accomplished. What now? Uh, Rest up. Yeah. Or I, shenanigans. <laughs> we could do know. a little cooking to make some money back today if we want to. We could do some cooking today. Yeah, that might be the thing. Because shenanigans. I mean, we've already got one court summons, and <laughs> going on a shenanigans spree with people who are associated with the royals. That sounds Probably real dangerous. I would be worried that we wouldn't be getting court summons. We would just go straight to execution. Um, yeah. yeah, I guess and, if we're not going to relax, let's cook some food. And something that we are missing is like a big weapon. I don't think we have like a rocket launcher or anything like that. I've got a lot of grenades which, and I'm real strong. Like I can throw a grenade harder than a rocket launcher could shoot it. I, I, I just in my mind, I could see Chauncey having like a rocket launcher or something <laughs> or building one yeah. or building one. I mean, you do have the heavy weapon that's already on your food truck. Right. But you said we might be separated from you it, might so. be. Yeah. And I don't know, there might be more equipment that we need that I'm not considering. I'm not worried about it. We could think ourselves to death for six hours straight and still be thinking we we're missing something. So let's just I cook know. some food. So maybe right. we'll double back with Jeremy later and see if he wants something. But Chauncey's fine. Okay. Whatever he needs, he'll make in the field. All right. So let's go ahead and have your cooking roll. Let's see how you do for today's preparation. I assume you go to the misery side to collect your, your seafood that you've uh, worked out with the people that live there, the mutants that live there. You've done yep. all of that. So let's have it cooked up. I think I still get a D30 on this. Yeah. Yeah. You're still good for what is it, a month? Still not that great. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but not horrible. Uh, not so horrible, but roll uh, 12 D10. All right, 58, 58 shop pieces is what your profit for the day is. And you, of course, you got to pay your percentages out of that, actually. Oh, yeah. Let me add another row to my sheet here. Uh, yeah, so it's it's not a great day, but it's not horrible either. Where did you set up today? I uh, assume we're by Randy's. Yeah, that's what I was going to suggest. Oh, uh, yeah. So Randy's has got a clothes sign uh, on front of his door. This is uh, this is your fault, Frank. And you can hear pathetic moans coming from inside. <laughs> Shaq. <laughs> Oops. Let's still set up. Maybe we can get some crab people, and we just won't talk to Randy today because. Yeah, sure. you get all the people that are coming to Randy's for uh, for a fun-filled vacation out on the misery, and Randy's is closed. But hey, there's a food truck here. At least there's we food some truck. food. Yeah. <laughs> no fines so far today, guys. Don't you? You can barely guy. hear Randy's weak voice saying, "No, don't eat it. Save yourselves." <laughs> <laughs> Randy, come on. That, uh, <laughs> I'm assuming that uh, I decided to. Uh, Take a little uh, hair of the dog today to get over my buddy O hangover, and I'm street walking for the day, just seeing who wants to fork over. <laughs> who wants a piece? Who wants a piece? I'm, I'm warmed up and ready to go already. <laughs> You've got a void inside you now that just doesn't What's seem to be mean. <laughs> <laughs> that burger I can't taste just won't fill. Yes. Oh. Uh, your personality check.
That's going to be a 15 if it uh, takes into consideration my no die. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Actually, uh, 16. Hey, people were here for uh, water sports entertainment. You oh. can provide that. Oh. <laughs> Let's get a hose. <laughs> Talking about ranch dressing there, Chuck. Yeah, uh, it's slip and slide, but not the kind that you're thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> so a 15 is what you said you rolled? Uh, 16, if you can't. 16. So, uh, okay. So let me think here for a second. Uh, you need a 10. So roll 60, 10. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 6d6. 6d6. So you're going to outperform us. <laughs> All right. Fergie mm-hmm. collects uh, 20. Fantastic. I'll pay for some of my ammo. You don't even have to pay any of that to Buddy O. <laughs> oh, that's true. probably paid you in ammo. All right. So, yeah, it's uh, and it's an interesting day. Uh, by the time you guys pack up and you figure you sold what you're going to uh, with a little bit left over. Um, yeah. So shop still closed down. You can still faintly hear the moaning from inside. <laughs> Sorry, Randy. <laughs> I'd leave him some food, but he probably doesn't want it. He's probably purged everything from inside himself now. Now he's just making just just useless gags. <laughs> oh no! All right, okay, guys. Uh, so you colored an early day. You make uh, make a little bit of profit since you won't be actually selling food tomorrow. You get a little stock going in. Uh, so the thing starts at uh, ten a.m. in the parking lot of the radio station. Uh, WKPT, you guys were there to collect all the paperwork the first time around. Mm-hmm. Want to go directly there in the morning? Anything else you want to do? I'm good going right there. I mean, let's get this show on the road. Yeah, I mean, we might as well go make mistakes. Okay. That's what we're best at. All right. Well, it is a spectacle. By the time you arrive, there is already a crowd forming. They're using these... Uh, uh, gating to keep the crowd away to keep the street open so as you're bringing your uh, food truck in you're not being swarmed by the populace there are lots of drones in the air uh you can see uh the videos uh video lenses getting the the shots in as you're coming up they have erected a little stand in the middle of the parking lot where it looks like a, a microphone and some speakers are set up uh you see awesome arnie there with his hunger mutilators uh, he's got a dune buggy that's all kitted out, and uh, it's got his uh, the hunger mutilators tattooed on the the side of the uh, <laughs> the buggy and on the gas kinks and everything else. It, it looks like each of him and uh, his two uh, mutant assistants both have like really stout trail backpacks on. Hmm. Okay. Uh, doesn't look like he's got any heavy ammunition. I mean, they both got melee weapons. They've got rifles. Looks like they've got some grenades on bandolero straps. But otherwise, like nothing, nothing really way out there. Armageddon Brunch has got a full conversion van that they're uh, at the top of it is kind of set up like a, a sun deck with a sun parasol. And uh, Molly head chef Molly Mercury is up there. Glamorous. She's wearing like a, literally a chainmail bikini. Uh, she is stunning. 
Uh, she's got a chef's hat on, but uh, little else. People are getting things uh, signed by her crew, which are uh, four very, very muscular, handsome uh, human males uh, that are strapping various things onto the truck. And they all have like small, like they don't have huge backpacks, but they've got like fanny packs of stuff just kind of crammed all around it. All of them have small pistols. Um, Molly herself seems to have uh, some magic accoutrements about her. She's got a staff and a wand uh, tied to her side. She seems to be one of the crowd favorites as there's lots of signs up. Uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's is there. Uh, she's got a little, uh, it, it, it's a sports car, uh, like an old style Lamborghini. Uh, in flame red, and it's just her. Uh, she's the executive uh, chef, Tiffany Tirade, and she she's a Fossarian, so she's one of these badger peoples. And uh, there is one assistant with her. Uh, so she's got a fast but lightly armored uh, and light vehicle that she is taking. Doesn't look like she's got a lot of gear, though. Uh, and then the mighty, mighty meat tones. You got you finally get to meet the three Terrys. T-E-R-R-Y, T-E-R-R-I, and T-E-A-R-Y, the Terry Trio. Uh, they are in like an APC. Hmm. Uh, Well-armed. You can see it's got a rocket launcher on the side. Uh, they also have a lot of backpacks and stuff as well. As you guys come up, the other trucks are already here. And uh, you notice that some of the radio uh, personalities are coming by doing just a quick interview with each one. And they've got like this Jim duffel bag that they're dropping off. That's got uh, Chow Network written on one side and WKPT on the other side. And there's a padlock locking it and they're giving the keys to each swag bag uh, uh, executive chef. So one of these, one of them approaches you and uh, drops the duffel bag. Uh, Frank hands mm -hmm. you the key to the duffel bag and a microphone is uh, shoved in your face and say, tell us a little bit about the dragon versed. Hey, we're bringing the best of buddy. O to you plus a little extra. Right. So there are some literal clowns in the crowd are like, yeah, <laughs> Hey, I, I, I've become a little more buddy. O like if I, I would imagine it, for this, we all have to have our noses and wigs on yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Product placement. Well, if there's anything you'd like to tell the crowds about your strategy for this year's fest, looks here like your first time contestants. It's our first time here. We're just going to kind of figure it out. We're looking forward to salvage, get some good stuff for ourselves, maybe, and see if it'll help us push us over the edge. So you're going to play it by ear. Is that what we're hearing in the background here, though? <laughs> Sound uh, effect. If, hey. if I could could help out Frank here, he forgot our slogan. Shoves a microphone in your face. Uh you kill it, we'll grill it. You bring it, we'll cook it. So when he says we're going to play it by ear, it means we're hoping that we'll get to cook a lot of ears today. Ooh, give me a personality check. Oh, no. There we go. Somebody, somebody without a negative personality. Oh, not me. Oh, I got a 10. Yeah, there's some more cheers from more than just the clown contingent. <laughs> personality is unfortunately one of my... Worst stats. <laughs> All right, so they just wave the microphone around. Does anybody want a moment? Yeah, I'll uh, take the microphone uh, away and I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> we need to have uh, Fergie have a moment with it. Probably. I'll I'll, le I'll lean into the microphone and I'll uh, I'll adjust my uh, 
I'll adjust my voice a little bit to uh, to more of like a deep, dark, uh, uh, Clint Eastwood kind of thing. I've got my cowboy kit sort of deal. And he, as he shoves the microphone into my face, I just kind of tip the cowboy hat up a little bit with one of my revolvers and lean in and go, "We better stay out of our way, punks. We're coming for those ears." <laughs> nice. Yeah, give me a personality check. Boom. Okay. Yeah. There's there's well, a little bit more cheering for you day. now. Uh, so you're you're the last ones that they're interviewing. So as soon as you're done, the guy does this. The mic is cut, and uh, the guy brings over like uh, it looks like a hooded bird cage. He puts it in front of you. It says, all right, this is this here is your uh, duly processed monitor lizard. It's to be with you at all times. Uh, it is going to key on the first person it sees. So you decide who that's going to be. And it will follow you around just uh, just out of the frame, it monitoring probably, and broadcasting everything that goes on. Probably be me because I'm not going to be doing anything uh, off I, the record. I don't know. Fergie is our charismatic face, though. Oh, that's yeah, I was going to say, do we want him just looking at the pretty one the whole time? You're right. So. No, that's good. You just can't participate in anything like right. um, off, off the books. Yeah. So, which is good because you'll also be the best one to distract the monitor lizard while we go and do horrible crimes. No, I like your train yeah. of thought there. So, yeah, All right. let's point it at Fergie. All right. The, uh, the cover on the cage says this, this end forward. And it's got a zipper. He just kind of motions everyone <laughs> to back up except for Fergie. He unzips it like he's, he's flashing. And inside <laughs> is this, uh, you know, this is fairly large lizard, you know, but in, uh, in, it's got like the, the neck, but instead of a head, it's just got this uh, very large like video camera lens that's zooming around. Uh, it's also it smoking like stogie at the moment. <laughs> is it like the size of a of like a large iguana or something? Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Is it? Is it I, and and I'm just imagining in my head here. I'm wearing my long duster coat. I've got my boots. I've got my cowboy hat. Is this thing small enough that I could put it on my shoulder and it could? That's exactly me? what happens after it keys on you and you see the, the video camera zoom. He opens the door. It takes a couple of. Uh, steps out of the cage and leaps on you and uh, kind of scurries around and puts itself on the, on your left shoulder as it starts to zoom the area with its, uh, its telescope. And it's got like, it's chawing on a cigar in its mouth. That's nice. fantastic. I, I see it with the cigar and I'm going to kind of come down and kind of compose myself for a second. And then as I raise my head again, I'm going to put like a little toothpick or a piece of wood or something in my mouth and raise <laughs> my hat and look at the camera and go, you're sticking with me, kid. I'm going to name you Quixote. <laughs> the lizard gives you a thumbs up with one of its non-opposable thumbs. <laughs> Closest it can thumbs up, it does. I'll look at the monitor lizard and go, yeah! <laughs> it zooms in on the thumb. All right. Uh, so it seems like you guys got here. Uh, everyone got here well before you. Uh, like hours before it seems like. Uh, so you're getting here at the crescendo of like they've been whipping up the crowds for hours now and uh, the time strikes. And, now everybody's excited for us, right? Yeah, uh, that's it. Uh, there are some trumpets or the recorded sounds of trumpets that are going off. And there are a squad of construction bots that are bringing uh, a palaquin. And sitting on this palaquin is uh, uh, this vi 
blonde human, severely, you know, very close cut, almost military like shave, icy blue eyes. He's got this royal purple robe over him as he's sitting on this palaquin that's being brought to the stage. And uh, he gets off. He's got this little case. That he comes to the stage. He looks up. He sees the microphone on the stage. He pulls out a gun and he shoots it. And as it falls to the floor, he opens up his cage and he pulls out this golden microphone, which he puts right in the place. Mm-hmm. And then he points... Uh, he points over to the person that was kind of minding the stage and takes one step away from the microphone. And it's that uh, little weedy guy with the Coke bottle, literal Coke bottle glasses that you guys dealt with. The guy the we bribed. Station. Yeah. <laughs> yep, the guy you bribed. He's like, okay, uh, welcome, welcome, one and all. Uh, settle down, settle down. Uh, we here at WKPT officially opened this year's culinary competition. Uh, with no further ado, <laughs> excuse me, um, the greatest culinary mind of our generation, uh, Mr. Gordon Rex, will continue with the announcements. Everybody, there's like dead silence. No one's clapping for this guy. Every, it's just like he just complete energy suck. Uh, I'll clap for thank him. you. Yeah, I'll clap for the opportunity to suck up yeah, here. I'll, I'll call out, yeah, and start. <laughs> we you. don't know no better. Thank you, WKPT. Thanks you. There'll be keychains later. Oh yeah. Uh, so Gordon's come up behind him and just kind of takes this this booted foot and just kind of pushes him off the stage slowly. That's rude. <sighs> And then uh, there are explosions off the side of the stage, and uh, uh, you know, booming voice comes out. We present Gordon Rex, the Culinary Commando, and he's, he's like, there, there is applause now, and he just hushes everybody up. Well, the time has come, ladies and gentlemen, for the greatest culinary challenge of the year. And I know what you've all been waiting for. This year's secret ingredient that must be used prominently in all dishes cooked during the competition. And this year it is. Pulls out an envelope, puts it on his forehead. Doesn't even read it. His uh, his <laughs> eyes kind of flare up. He throws it aside. Snack foods of the ancients. You'll all be given 24 hours to acquire a pre-packaged snack or condiment of your choice, which must be used in each and every dish served for the rest of this uh, rest of this week. Each of you will find a duffel bag. He looks around to make sure everybody's got the duffel bag. Everyone nods. It will contain a map to your own individual location where only your team will be allowed to scavenge for the ancient delicacies. Also in the duffel bag, you'll find five mystery items that must be used in some fashion over the course of this week-long competition. At the sound of the artillery fire, you may begin. And just huge cannons in the background. Boom! Um, pyrotechnics. Uh, unfortunately, the cannons were live, and you can see some buildings in the background crumple. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and you see all the other teams are rushing to open their duffel bags. Uh, some of them are looking at the maps. Uh, when, you, uh, when they unroll the map, you see that there's some kind of wand-like device that was rolled up in the map. What are you guys doing? Uh, I right, would say... Let's huddle in on it. Well, let's just get in our food truck. Yeah, let's get in the food truck and to do it first. And open it there. I like yeah. that even 
get in the food truck, open it up, unroll our map. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you unroll the map. The map says the Hanging Gardens of, of Burbankia. And there is a slender silver wand uh, that's got a very prominent red button at the very bottom of it. Uh, the map doesn't tell you where it is. It just kind of shows you this outline of what looks like a, a rubble-filled city from the sky, like an aerial view. Uh, but it doesn't really tell you anything more. Like you don't see any kind of like, you don't know north, south, east, west. You don't know how far it is in relation to the Citadel. Nothing. Uh, who opens a duffel bag? Probably me since I had the keys. All right. Roll a D100. Ooh. I'm sorry, everybody. Secret ingredients. I almost got the, the number 42, but I was off by one. Uh the first thing you pull out of the duffel bag is a bronze trophy that says scavenger of the year 2025. That's as a side note, it does a D 14 bludgeoning damage. Nice. Wow. That's Dude. actually, that's actually pretty good damage. Jake, roll me a D hundred. Hey, right. my Bluetooth mouse needs to wake up. There we go. 97. Ooh. Uh, you get a music player with uh, a holographic uh, cube that says Chill Tones Guide to 3047 Nebula Music. Okay. Sweet. All right. Um, Dan. Oh, well, no, well, Dan. One more time. Uh, right. It is Chill Tones Guide to Nebula Music. I'm writing in her inventory. <laughs> yep. Chuck, roll me a D100. Fifty-nine. Five-pound bucket of lard. Okay, we can work with that. <laughs> hey, there's never enough lard. Okay. Probably never, never enough lard. And Eddie, give me a roll. Forty-five. Forty-five. All right. Uh, forty-five is. Hey, it's a ten-gallon hat. Oh, we can put our lard in that. I look down at it and I just go, that's fantastic. And I put my hat down and I put the 10-gallon hat on. It gives right, you a take- plus two personality modifier. Oh, wow. I'm oh, going yeah. to take I'm going to take my, my hat and I'm going to kind of pinch it together in the front and the back to kind of narrow it down. And I'm going to rest it atop Quixote. <laughs> it is a beautiful hat. It's quite stunning. And there, we go. there are only four of you and there are five things in the duffel. I will roll the last one, which is a 91. Wow. <laughs> the last thing that you pull out is a taxidermied alligator. Okay. Wow. So maybe the bronze scavenger of the year and the, the hat were the best things. Well, well so we got to think these are our secret ingredients. Yeah. You we must use them in some form over the next week. So it doesn't, you have to use them in some way over the next week. It doesn't have to be in your food. Okay. Yep. So we got an alligator, a statue, some music a hat, and some lard. Yep. And if you look at the uh, team inventory, I have them listed under uh, key items. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Uh, you look around, and the Terry brothers are gone. Like, you didn't hear them turn on their, uh, uh, their APC. Seen the- They're just gone. Yeah. Are there any other, like, documents or anything in the duffel bag? 
That's Nothing. it. That's all that's in okay. there. Just hit the button, man. Okay. Where is everybody? Inside. I the think truck. we're all in the food truck. All in the truck. Okay. You push the button. Uh, all of you, uh, make me a fortitude check. Sure. I'm going to make sure I'm like holding on to the food truck when I push the button. Fortitude. I got Ooh. 14. I also got a 14. Oh, Louis G. Yeah, Louis. Louis uh, it's a violent kind of motion, like uh, you're in an elevator that suddenly drops very quickly, and you're just not prepared for it, and you just lose your lunch. Just you just puke. Everywhere. It was probably one I made anyway, so. It <laughs> <be that> <laughs> hey, so you're better off, right? No, it's okay. I got uh, I got breakfast somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> He's learning. Uh, so you guys, uh, you look out your windows and you're seeing just a bunch of clouds. Uh, like uh, below us, above All us, around you now, around us, like around you. Uh, you're not moving. There's no sensation of falling or moving or anything. I'll go to the passenger window and roll it down. Okay. Stick my head. Uh, you yeah. see the ground way, way below you. Uh, you don't see any any kind of road underneath your uh, your vehicle at all. Uh, up through the clouds, you can see there are floating bits of. It's like if someone took a city, and like parts of it were just ripped out of the ground and started floating in the sky. That's what you're seeing this ruined remains of a city. There is so much vegetation, almost like a jungle that has overgrown it, overlapping it. Uh, you can see some of the tendrils kind of uh, are kind of exploded out as if they were laying on something and growing and twining through it, but there's nothing under it. Uh, I want to scavenge in the van real or in the truck for just something small and something we don't use. Presumably we got like a cockroach or something. <laughs> crawling around here. A whole bag of cockroaches. Yeah, and I just, <laughs> I just want to drop a couple of them out the window and see how far they fall. All right. Uh, make me maybe an intelligence check. Sure. Are, are we on like a little tiny pillar of earth? You are don't see on? anything. You're, you don't know how you're being supported in the middle of the sky. Uh, it's an 11. Okay. So you kind of drop them right under the window and they collect just as if they hit something physical. Uh, then you start throwing them out a little bit. And from this, you gauge, you've got maybe six feet to either side of the door. Like an invisible platform we're sitting on. Must be. Okay. How close are we to the nearest building or vegetation? Uh, good quarter mile. Oh, oh! So we're we're floating on a platform with nothing beneath us, nothing above us, nothing. Oh above. no! There's 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 definitely stuff beneath you. Way down there is the ground. Well, okay, <laughs> nothing That's... useful beneath us. <laughs> I have a wonderful idea, and I feel that it's something that only Luigi can accomplish. Luigi, get in the driver's seat. I can do that. Drive us over the to the closest building. Yeah, I can do that. 
I'll get in the driver's seat and wonder what the hell I'm doing. And okay. I'll uh, try to turn on the truck. Yeah. Uh, well, the truck's still, well, yeah, I guess you didn't have it running. So, yeah, it turns on just fine. Um, well, either so we'll like, make it or we'll TPK in this story. You look in the distance, and again, about a quarter mile away is the first of these floating, you know, chunks of city, right? Um, it seems to be kind of a straight shot, but you don't see any road between you and it at all. So how do you how leave. do you navigate there? Hmm. The power of positivity. Uh, does this does the food truck have like a top wise opening? Yeah, sure. We have, like I think, a I think skylight or something. Yeah. Maybe we just blindfold you and tell you to go straight. No, no, I got an idea. Give me the give me the alligator. Oh. Okay. <laughs> the taxidermied alligator. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll take Done. the taxidermied alligator and uh, climb up through the sunroof. Okay. Or through the uh, the gun turret, and then I'll try to climb onto the front of the uh, of the food truck, and then hook the alligator's tail onto the grill of the truck. And just okay. kind of let it flop forward off the front of the truck. Okay. What happens to the alligator as it flops forward off of the truck? Okay. Uh, it's level. So whatever you're on is perfectly level. Okay. It's not yeah. listing to one side or the other. It's not going forward or back. So it's perfectly level. Is this yeah. our check here? If the alligator dips, we stop? Yeah. This is our... Well, you said we got like put the brakes on immediately. Like six foot, I around us. Yeah, I'll step yeah. out. Okay, and uh, I'll kind of. Your monitor lizard is showing it's it's hopped off your shoulder to show the alligator in use. It's getting a zoom in on it. I mean, uh, this might be it. it. It's it's our our drop finder. I yeah, I gotta say, I'm gonna kind of walk along the side of the van. So go slow. Mm -hmm. And as soon as the alligator dips, like we've hit the edge of this platform, I'll tell you to stop. Good. So just drive forward real slow. Okay. Yeah. I'm not even going to make you roll. That's a sound decision to make. If you go slow enough and there's nothing rushing you at the moment. Yeah. Or is there? Oh. Oh, no. Anyway. Is there? Does I will get up on the turret and look about. Okay. Uh, there are many of these shattered bits of city floating around. And again, they are just covered in like jungle growth. Uh, you do occasionally see some things moving around in there. Again, none of them are really close, but a quarter mile is the closest one. Let's keep an eye out. All right. So uh, you go forward at a fairly, you know, good slow pace and you find that whatever this is, is that you're standing on is perfectly solid it doesn't flex it doesn't vibrate or move is perfectly solid uh and it seems to keep the same six feet on either side of you okay. seems to be good and it's perfectly flat as well so you're just and heading it, right towards that and it's coming okay. with us yeah yeah seems to be now, you do hit a, when you're getting a little bit closer, there are some vegetation that's kind of grown up and kind of gripped whatever this invisible thing is. So now you can actually see a little clearer where the path is. Okay. Do you want to try and clear yeah, the vegetation? Up the, uh, the vines. Well, you can roll over it or you can clear it. What are you, which one are you doing? I'm good. The vines are just, just little tendrils right now, they're not very thick. 
I'd be tempted to clear it. Yeah. Get me close to it with the vehicle. Uh, and I got my axe. I'll just chop at it. Okay. Uh, yeah. It parts easily enough. Okay. Uh, there is definitely a kind of a metal on metal sound as you hit it with your axe. Okay. Whatever the substance is that's not visible seems to be some kind of metal that you just can't see. Any cuttings we should probably try and stash. Okay. We should also take a look at that map to see if it gives us indication on where we need to go for our collection space. Yeah. Who's looking at the map? Uh, I'll give it a look to start with. Make me a luck check. Oh, no. You had to pick something I'm bad at. Oh, my God. Ooh. You There's something do. printed on the very bottom of the map in really tiny letters. Can't do any better on a luck check than a one. <clears throat> what does it say? <laughs> All right. So you get up really close to it because it, it is really small letters. Um, and it says, <clears throat> transport device will automatically return after six hours. With yeah. or without passengers. Mm -hmm. All right. So we got a time frame. Uh, set the um, the radio in the van or in the food truck. Reset mm -hmm. the time to uh, like twelve oh five. That way, when we know when it hits six, we all it's have time. to be in the van with the the rod. Okay. Yep. Uh, whoever's working the radio, uh, you turn it on to do that, and it tunes to a very strong channel. And so you're hearing another radio station coming across, and it's not uh, WKPT. You're hearing, let's rock with the Bass Masters. That's right. For the next 12 hours, just nothing but heavy metal with the Bass Kings. And then there's just like this awful cacophony of music that starts pouring across. Nice. Okay, well, we got something good to listen to. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty metal. So, uh, hey there, Frank. When you looked at that map, did it say where we need to go? It's just a general map uh, kind of showing you. It, you guess this must be the city before it was broken up and started levitating. Okay. Oh, boy. Yep. But you're um, able to make out like certain districts on the map. Like here's the shopping district, you know, here's downtown, here's uh, the commercial district, here's the, uh, you know, uh, refineries and uh, wharfs, that sort of thing. So like, it's just like, you can tell what blocks of the city. And if you're looking around, uh, since you really rolled really well in that luck check, roughly it's in the same configuration. It's just the different blocks are in the right. air. Yeah, they're spread out and they're in the air, but they kept pretty much the same shape. Okay. Do we know enough off of this to tell where we should go? Then? Well, if there's a shopping district, let's go there. Yeah. Like snacks of the ancients. Yeah. Well, I mean, like... Yeah. Yeah. All right there, yeah. Louie. Let's go to the shopping district. Let's go shopping. Yeah, so if you're looking at the map, the place that you're coming upon right now, it's more of the industrial uh, district is the closest one that you're coming to. And this one is like there were refineries here. There was an electrical plant here. Uh, there was a harbor here at one point, but 
there's no water now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just speaking openly here, we try to get our food objectives first. And then if we have extra time, let's see if we can salvage some other things from some of these other districts. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. Um, make the initiative rolls. Uh, As if we're armed oh, or just the flat okay. 20s? No one really said they were armed, so just the flat D20s. Okay. Yeah. Here is my token. And I held it. 14. Ooh. Oh, nice, Jake. Dang, Fergie. Two 20s. Cha-ching! Okay. So what you're responding to is that uh, on some of the rooftops, you see this strange hybrid between ape and beetle. And oh, no. they're armed. They're ha- they have, like, long rifles. And they seem to be propelling themselves rooftop with rooftop by a mighty fart that's coming out of their back ends. Oh no, it's like Attack on Titans, but with worse situation. Okay. Somehow. Uh, they seem to uh, be, you know, they're looking in your direction. They don't, uh, they don't seem to uh, be aggressive as yet. They've just taken notice of you and they're just moving around from rooftop to rooftop. Uh, however, what's posing the problem is that you hear someone yell out in a very familiar voice, BAM! And something shoots one of the beetles. Uh, which they all start looking around, and you're the only target they see. I, okay. We're being bamboozled <laughs> by Fagiri. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Son of a bitch. Well, uh, so yeah. They haven't shot at you yet, but uh, since one of their own was just shot and they're looking at you as the possible aggressors. What do you we don't do? have guns in our hands right now, so. Yeah. I'll wave. Two-handed okay. wave. Since I'm outside well, well, let's the do truck. It, let's do it by initiative. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Jake and Fergie, what are you two doing? I think I'm going to try to drive uh, to safety. So you're going to back up? Every and like a parking, like the nearest parking garage, maybe, or just All right, you a, try to go underground. Good enough. Uh, you find or, an underground yeah. parking facility, screech your tires as you take it down. And just as you're going down, you see like in uh, bright neon spray tape plate, Flavor Town has <laughs> been sprayed over one of, the, uh, one of the walls. Son of a bitch. He wasn't one of the competitors, though. No, he wasn't. Not. But he's one of the obstacles now. He's an enemy of ours for sure. I'm cool with this. <laughs> All right, you're in a, you're an underground parking lot. It is over covered with weeds. There are still some cars here. Some of them are overturned. It looks like the weeds grew through the windows. Some of them are like on on their side or upside down. Um, other than the strange vegetation, you're not seeing any movement right away. Uh, so Fergie, what are you doing? My I'm daughter came in to, and uh, yelled at me that I need to distract the cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't bother anybody else. And, uh, I'm just going to try and entertain the uh, entertain the monitor, uh, Quixote. I'm going to okay. look at him. I'm going to pull my revolvers out and just kind of very, you know, 
toughly look like I'm checking to make sure they're loaded and putting them in my in my holsters, chewing on my little piece of uh, of uh, toothpick, and I'll look at him and go, "Well, Quixote, looks like this place needs a new sheriff." All right, uh, when you do that, uh, you see a little LED light up, uh, like right above, like the rim of the camera, uh, that says confessional and you see the zoom of the camera zooming into your face <laughs> it's one of the office scenes where you get to, to monologue yeah, it's just me on the side these punks need a lesson in law-abiding citizenry paying your personality check every day I'm going to hit the, the restroom real quick. Okay, and that's going to be plus two, plus... Eight. So plus three, so that would be an eight. Yeah, okay. Uh, so no benefit from it. Uh, you got a, a close-up, and that was about it. So, Chuck, your character was actually outside of the van when all this went mm-hmm. down because you were blazing the trail. So what do you do? Um, uh, Jake took a hard left and uh, took the van down. I'm going to risk it. And I want to still unarmed. Do I see the beetle still eyeballing yeah. me? Yep. Two handed wave. Like that wasn't us. We mean you no harm. And see if they shoot me or not. Okay. Uh, yeah, I kind of forgot about that. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> All right. So they go before Daniel. Okay. So, um, What'll happen next is 13. Another one of the apes, uh, bug apes is shot. Oh, God. All right. Uh, they clearly saw that you didn't do the shooting, though. Your hands are in the air and the truck has gone away. So they look like they're taking up like a ring around you on the uh, rooftops. And they're kind of looking into the alleys around you. They're trying to find where the shots are coming from. Okay. Well, at least they're not immediately aggressive towards me. I'll call that a win. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's just, it's quiet. Uh, one of the ape bugs lets off another gigantic fart and it launches itself several feet into the air into an arc and it lands, oh, maybe 20 feet around, away from you. And uh, okay. it's got a pair of like ski goggles on. As it's hunching over with his rifle and starts looking down one alley, down another alley, he's trying to search. He's keeping you in its peripheral vision yeah. on its left side, but uh, it knows that you're not the one shooting. Okay. I want to, you know, I want to try and keep that. So I will play it cool. All right. Uh, let's have everybody roll initiative again. Okay. We'll say Frank is just holding on to his. <laughs> his happy place. Yeah. Yes. I got an 11. All right, Chuck's got an 11. Jake's got a 5. Fergie's got a 6. They go on a 10. Uh, Someone just roll for Frank. Yeah. 9. 9. Okay, that works. So... Christian, again, what are you doing? Okay. Um, I don't want to move closer to this thing because I don't want to spook it. And I 
not entirely sure if it can speak my language. Uh, so I'll be like, uh, hey, the person shooting at you is an enemy of ours, too, for different reasons. If you want, I can help you try and find him and we can kick his butt. Okay. Um, make me a personality check. Yeah. Oh, wow, 19. Oh, wow. Yeah, that rolled a nat okay. 20 minus one. Human not move. Human not human move. Human be fine. Human be fine. Use human not shoot. I won't shoot a thing. Uh, all right, he starts poking around, and I think uh, they go next. So, check. Ooh, he starts firing down one of the alleys. And uh, starts rushing down that way. You see the ones on the rooftops are kind of following. Uh, you hear the sound of a car start up and start uh, roaring down the street. You can't see any of this. So you don't know what's going on. But it looks like whatever it is is drawing the gorilla beetles away. So we're good? Looks like it. They're gone. So, yeah. Uh, so let's let's flip over to the, uh, the garage. So, Jake, uh, you're underground. Uh, you hear some firing out there. You, this is when you realize Christian wasn't in the van with you. <laughs> what do you guys do? I'll I'll look around the van and I'll say, uh, "Crap!" <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it in reverse and start going back. All right. Well, when you put it in reverse, uh, some of the vines have grown up like almost like a web covering up the entrance you came down. Now you could just continue to reverse and try and blow through it. Or yeah, I'll try find and do that. Another, I mean, you want to do that? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to say that there's enough room that you can get your speed up uh, to at least level two or three. Where do you want to be? Um, I'll try level two. Level two. Okay. Um, are you a driver? No. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> gonna make a vehicle control check with a D10 then. Oh no. I'm gonna burn uh two luck die and roll two D4 to add okay. to that. Okay, okay. There we go. Nice. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, well fifteen succeeds. All right, so you run into it. Uh, roll me. You're going to speed level two. Uh, roll me a D10 plus a D4. D10 plus D4. Okay. Seven points of damage is enough to tear through the vegetation. Your vehicle takes seven points as well. Uh, but I'm, I think this thing is armored up enough that we're just going to... Without our tech here, we'll just let that pass. But I'm sure you're armored up enough that it's fine. Uh, you tear through it. Uh, you see that the vegetation is strangely moving. Uh, it seems to be very irate with you. Uh, so it's not just passive vegetation. But you back up, and uh, Christian's is in the middle of, you know, middle of the street, just kind of looking around. You don't see the the beetle bugs around anywhere. Or the didn't go three to ever run them over. <laughs> Uh, are we still in initiative? No. Okay. I'll run up to the, the truck and I'll hop in. I'll be like, they found and started shooting back at, uh, Flavortown. So let's get out of here. Bug out. 
Yeah, I still uh, want to try and make it to that shopping center. Agreed. Yep. Let's get going then. Uh, All right. So, real quick though, uh, I would like to snag that bronze trophy. Okay. Uh, so I can just smash the shit out of something, and it'll be used. Okay. okay. Uh, as you grab the trophy out of the bag, the monitor lizard uh, is perched itself on the hood of the car, and it zooms in on you. And you see the light above the the lens that says "confessional," and it zooms in on your face. Uh, yeah. I figure the best way to use this thing to to satisfy the goals is to just use it to. Beat the shit out of someone. <laughs> and I'll look back and say, yeah. Make me a personality check. Yeah. Ah, four. Okay. Uh, nothing special. Okay. And Lizard hops away, goes back onto uh, Fergie's shoulder. So you're just going to drive through and try to get to the shopping district? Is that what I'm hearing? That's what I would yep. like to do, yeah. Okay. Uh, who has the lowest luck? Uh, mine's 11, so probably not me. 10? I'm rocking 7 right now, oh. thanks to that burn. Make me a luck check. Okay. Party luck, so it's based off the lowest luck of the party. Go ahead, Jake. Oh, uh, damn. Did you fail? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, good enough. So as you're cruising through... Uh, you find where there's another break in this floating island, and it looks like the place you want to get to is uh, maybe half half mile away, but it's floating on itself. Uh, you're not exactly sure where the connection is. Uh, there's no clear path of vegetation that's covering any part of it right now. Is it like higher than us? It or? is higher. Oh, okay. No, yeah, it is higher. And there's nothing that connects it. Not that you see. Is there okay. something, some other part of land that's higher than it? With in the like distance, something? you can see some that are. That so are the, 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 the floating bits of city are not level; they're floating at different heights. So Maybe we can. Being that I am not a human, I am a robot. Um, can I see in spectrums other than visible light? In fact, you can, but you still don't see them. I still don't see them. Okay, yeah. good enough. Do we need to find like a piece of land that's level with it that we're connected to that we can then take our platform across to it? Like Maybe. If, there, if there's like some vines or something, we can like drive up to something level or, or well, slightly you higher. You can drive up onto some structures uh, that's closer to level. And then just... Yeah, like the top of a parking garage or something. Mm -hmm. And then just swoop right across, maybe, since our magical platform seems. Okay, so fall. here's here's a thing. At the edge of this clearing, you know, at the edge of this floating island, what what exactly is on the ground around us? Rubble, just rubble. So I'm yeah. just gonna like kind of get close to the edge of this thing, and I'm gonna pick up little pieces of rubble and just chuck it out to where I think maybe like just past the edge and see okay. what happens. Uh, make me a look check. If it's like conveniently goes up somehow, that is that is a good that is good. Twelve, uh, okay, and that's good for you. Yeah, for me that's right. good. It takes several minutes, uh, but you do actually find the beginning of another one of these invisible passageways. 
Okay, so the platform is not following our car. These platforms exist on their own. Well, our car is on one. And then the platforms also exist on their own, if I'm correct. Quite possibly. We've got either, a five. We've got a taxidermy alligator to tell us differently. Yeah. I mean, yeah. either that or we give up on getting to the, you know, shopping center and we see if we can find something else in this area that would do. I mean, I know we're in an industrial park, which kind of limits us to foodstuffs, but there was, you know, the uh, the docks or whatever it was. Go check those out. See if maybe, you know, there was a concession booth or something. Well, the, the mystery ingredient was pre-packaged snacks. Okay. Yeah. Well, lots of places have uh, those those uh, big device. Yeah, vending machines. Thank you. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you. There's like two options here. They may be packaged in an industrial area, in which case we may be right at the sweet spot to find them anyways. Yeah, let's see if there's a snack food factory here. That's yeah, not a bad like idea. A or they're available in the shopping area. All right, well, let's look for like a large warehouse or distribution center, see what we can find then. Maybe yeah. there's a Twinkie factory here. Okay. Um, if you're just going to blindly look around, uh, Jake, give me another luck check. Oh, jeez. <laughs> How many of us can blindly look around, or is it only Jake? Jake's our driver. Well, you're doing it in a group, unless you, yeah, unless you're uh, splitting up. It, you're, it's a group luck check, which is going to be your your lowest luck. Man. All right. Yeah. So <sighs> you you travel around, and you're you're not. Most of the signs have all been taken down. Um, so you find a place that like that used to be a. You think it's a tire manufacturer? You think over there. And that over there looks like it used to be a green production, a greenery of some sort. But you're not finding anything, strictly speaking, food-based. Okay. Again, this is you're staying in the same van. You know, you're not splitting up. Do you want to take you're our not finding other ways to to figure out what the buildings are? Do um, we want to split up a little bit and come back, or we could see if we can find those bug butt blaster dudes. See and ask them. Ask them. They do. They weren't mad at me because they could tell we weren't being aggressive towards them. So they That's could true. speak to the one talk to me. Okay, that may not be a bad idea. They know the area. All right. How do you want to do it? Uh, why don't we get to the top of a building? Because they're moving across the tops. See if we can see them signal them or see if we can see them and then try and get to where they're at does that work maybe we can maybe we can get up to the top of the building and fire up the grill see if we can uh, draw oh, them in Oh, that's a good idea yeah you find another uh, car park building drive all the way up to the top uh park on the deck you pull out mm -hmm. your barbecue grill start cooking make me a check make me a food preparation check let me roll guidance first <laughs> Oh, right. buddy, yo, you gotta help second, us here. Second, second sight. Nope, nope, no second sight. Failure, but just keep your spell, though. 14. Oh, not bad. Uh, okay. It will make a difference if you spend a luck. Do you want to spend a luck? Yes. 
you, uh, you know, you didn't have a lot of provisions on, you weren't expecting to cook today, but you still have uh, some of your stores. You start flapping out some uh, buddy-o patties and uh, yeah, you draw a crowd. Several of these beetles seem to be coming in on other rooftops, looking down and you think it's the same one, Christian, but you're not sure that uh, finally takes a big splatter out of its rear end big arc jump and it lands on the top of your building he's got the ski goggles on and he's got that big rifle in his hand and again this is like a strange hybrid between an ape and a bug it's got little like a carapace but it's got uh, the long forearms like an ape some smell good human make food yeah uh we made food uh we would like to trade you food for information Food for no stuff. Yeah. Sounds like a no good stuff. deal. How much no stuff you want? Uh, we need to find prepackaged snacks of the ancients. Twinkie. Oh, travel food. Yeah. Travel foods. Yes. Uh, he kind of points out the wreckage. Building there. Can we get to it with our vehicle? Yes. Maybe they could show us for food. You feed my clan. I take you there. Oh, that's fantastic. Sure. Yeah. Deal. <laughs> yeah, he does. Puts a couple of fingers in his mouth and... <coughs> makes this whistle sound and they all come just you can actually smell it now it smells horrible as they, there's a huge amount of flatulence comes out of their rear ends and they blast themselves off the tops of other buildings and land on the same one that you're with and they just kind of do we have any of those fans still that we stole previously i think sure let's <laughs> let a couple up <laughs> disperse the gas that way we don't have a, like an accidental explosion yeah. Yeah, you guys have a little grill out and uh, they come by and you know, fill them up with uh, what you have for patties and sides and such. Um, oh, yeah, they're, they're into it. They're just scarfing it down. They seem to like the patties a lot. Uh, after a bit, uh, you know, they're pretty sated. It's like, oh, okay, you, you cook good. We show you, we show you uh, rations place. We go sometimes. Perfect. Okay, let's go. All right. Yeah. So uh, he actually rides on the top of your vehicle and you, just, you see his hand stick out as he's pointing the way to go. And he takes you to a building where like it used to be a factory with four floors. The top two pretty much destroyed. You can see what's left of the sign. It's a vending machine in the shape of a middle finger that says vend you. <laughs> nice. Um, and you can see where uh Walls have been kind of torn down to make entrances and exits. He says, never scavenge myself. Uh, dangers inside. Don't know what. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I have a gun. Ellis, let's head on in. Does, a, I just want to like, I do want to do that and like get a read if he feels like having a gun is comical for going in there or well, he's got this huge long rifle himself. 
So maybe the, maybe this isn't enough. Hey. Oh no! Up up Don't to you. Know. Okay. All right. No <laughs> this is explosion of gas and foul smell on your roof as he launches himself into the air. Let's go, man. I got my grenades. I got my statue. Got my junk gun. Yeah. I'll take out one of my uh, revolvers and kind of twirl it around and put it back in the holster and lift my hat up a little bit. Look at, uh, look at uh, Quixote and just go, I think we feel lunky punks. <laughs> uh, the monitor lizard is getting a view of the inside. So you come in, uh, you come in at the main factory floor. There's a lot of conveyor belts and you see boxes and boxes of what looked like uh, vending machine foods. Everything from like uh, candies and sandwiches to snacks and drinks. Uh, but you're just seeing the boxes here. You're like, you're not seeing the actual products. Uh, you see an employee's lounge in the corner. Um, and it looks like there's some flickering light back there. And some, something brightly colored on the wall. Does it look like the same? Oh, I didn't see the Flavor Town tagging because I never went into that garage before. Oh, if you want, let's go check it out. I'll lead the way. Yeah, go go for it. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's an employee's break room. Um, there are several like lunch counters, and there's a, just a wall of vending machines. Um, they still seem to have product in them. One actually looks functioning. Like there's uh, neon glowing lights. There's like a gentle tune playing in the background. Wow. If I if I know any better, we should unplug these first. It's probably a good idea. All right. Well, I'm also thinking the one that works, why don't we steal it? Take it. Take the whole thing. Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. We don't even have to cook it. We can just set it up outside the truck. <laughs> they said we have to use the ingredient. They didn't say how. <laughs> yeah. Take the whole dang thing. All right. Well, I'll follow Frank's instruction. I'll go around and start trying to get to the whatever's powering these things and unplug them. All right. It looks like uh, they're all plugged into the wall, but only the one seems to be getting power. Okay. And they're like, the cords are like directly behind uh, each machine. Okay. Maybe we can check each one of them in case they got like just bad runs. Maybe more than one of them works. Well, I'm not necessarily concerned about it. I thought you said unplug them like you were worried they were going to start shooting at us or something. I'm worried they're going to set up alarm or something. You know, oh. like they got the, the, the tip of Flavor Town whatever. knows where we're at. Oh, I'm not town. worried about that. I'll just take my uh, statue and go smash it in the glass of one of the broken ones. All right. So what you do? Yeah. Uh, you smash one of the broken ones, or at least you try to. Oh. Uh, you hit it with a statue. Well, actually, you know, you've got a pretty significant strength bonus. Yeah, Why don't you go ahead and just roll just pure a pure damage roll with whatever bonus you get from strength plus the damage of the weapon? Okay. Uh, I'm not D14 on that statue. Yeah, I'm going to roll the full thing. It should give damage as well. 14 points of damage. Okay. Uh, the statue bounces off of uh, the glass. It seems to be a very high density plastic of some sort. Might oh, even no. be bulletproof, you're thinking. It didn't shatter at all. We Can should we uh, find someone to cut that shit out of there and use it for the windows of our van. Hell yeah. Uh, what, you, what you did do is you kind of rock the machine a little and a chip bag falls to the bottom and also oh. you hear some coins rattle out of the coin return. 
Oh, oh so we just need Ooh. to tip the machine, just like in pinball. Well, yeah. we can use the coins that fell out of there in the working machine. Well, I'll pick the coins up and hand them to you, Fergie, and you do that. And I'm going to bear hug this one and just shake it, shake it real hard. <laughs> yeah. Shake it like uh, a baby. Yep. If you, I wasn't uh, going to say that. Shake it around, you know, all the all the stuff and started, starts falling into the collection bin. Uh, Fergie, you got several coins in your hands. You have no idea what the values are, uh, but you got a whole bunch of coins in your hand. What all do I see inside the working machine? Uh, they, it looks like a fantastic collection of sodas. Like, you've seen sodas being sold in Cog Alley for, like, you know, up to, like, one GP uh, per and they've got ah. flavors in this machine you have never seen before. There's limes, there's grapes, there's marshmallow chocolate. I'm all about hauling this thing into the food truck. Like, as yeah. is. Well, so to start with, I'm going to pump just whatever coins he handed me. I'm just going to put them all in the machine. Sure. You start plugging coins in, and there is a violent explosion as a can shoots out of the machine. Uh, possibly striking Fergie. Ooh, oh, my. See. Plus three. Well, okay. So I know, Frank, you want to take the machine, and I'm down with that. But the thing I'm worried about... Uh, I don't, Fergie? Yeah. It misses you. Uh, it is, like This can just got violently shot out of the machine. Uh, and you're thinking, huh, you know, must be a malfunction. But the machine then kind of moves itself to kind of target <laughs> you better. Roll initiative. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's a... Fantastic. <laughs> oh, we should have unplugged it sooner. So for this round, it's just going to be Fergie oh, and the okay. machine. Sorry. You can keep your roll, though. That's fine. Uh, so Fergie, what did you get? 14. 14. You go first. Okay. Uh, this thing now, like the the glyph at the top that had the uh, soda machine bent into a middle finger that says bend you, now looks like it has eyebrows and it's looking at you like it's really cranky. It I seems very it. anamorphic for some reason now. Okay. Um, I'm going to, uh, first and foremost, I'm going to take Quixote and just lower him down off my shoulder so he's not in the line of fire. Okay. And then... Uh, Actually, you don't have to do that. Uh, you notice that the, uh, the monitor lizard seems to be very good at protecting itself, so it kind of scoots down more towards the middle of your back to be out of the way. Oh, okay, great. So he, I don't even have to do anything then. I yep. just kind of reach for him. He's not on my shoulder. I'm like, hey, what? Ooh, where'd he go? Okay, great. He's getting uh, the crotch shot now. He's gone down one of your pant legs and the camera's going right between <laughs> your legs. Fantastic. <laughs> fantastic on my hip. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll try and reason with the, with the machine a little bit. I'll, I'll look at the machine and go, brother, we're both machines. Why do we turn on each other? And I'll, I'll try and like, if I've got like an access port or something on me that I can show him to show him I'm, I'm a machine, I'll do that. Wow. Okay. Um, I tell you what, go ahead and make me a personality check and I'll resist with his, uh, with a will check for him if you succeed. Actually, this is a versus, so I need to roll and uh, you need to overcome what he gets. Okay. Or what it gets. Actually got a quite a good willpower so 11 you need to beat an 11 on the first battle of the check we might have some that didn't roll correctly that's weird okay so hold on 
Sure. Yeah, just tell me what that should end up being. <laughs> That's actually exactly 11, I believe. Okay. Because I don't think it rolled right, but the plus two for my hat and the plus one for my normal All personality. Right. Do you want to spend a luck? Because uh, ties go to the defender in this case. Yeah, I'll go ahead and spend a luck. Okay. Uh, all right. So it sees your port and uh, it kind of, uh, it seems to growl a little bit, but it kind of shifts itself back into space into space, and it uh, tosses you a, a sriracha lime soda, just kind of a low ball, not very powerful. Ooh. So like it didn't shoot it at you. It just kind of tossed you a sriracha lime soda. I'll, 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 I'll pick it up and look at it and go, nice. And then I'll kind of, kind of pet it a little bit on the side of the machine and go, I understand, brother. I've been passed around more times than you can imagine. <coughs> All right. Yeah, it seems to be happy. If you put coins into it, it will actually ask uh, work as a vending machine. Um, roll me 1D100. Oh, wow. Okay, so... That gives you, um, you get 10 cans of soda that come out of it. All kinds of different colors. Fantastic. Wow. Will this machine acquiesce acquiesce to us? Well, it it has to this extent. I'm not sure we want to push our luck further than that unless we want to unplug it and take it with us. Yes. Because here's what I'm thinking. Hear me out on this. What if... You know, if we run into some trouble against somebody else, let's say maybe in our hasty escape, trying to get away from danger, we just sort of drop this machine out the back and they find it and they plug it in. And oh, they don't have it first. Right. I'm just saying, if we unplug him, we're going to piss him off. So the next person who plugs him in is going to be a target, not a friend. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe we can. Seems unless Chauncey can reprogram it later to be friendly for us. I like the Trojan Pepsi machine idea. That's pretty good. Yeah, that I'd say that's like a second plan for it. I want us to own it. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, Christian, you have shaken all kinds of treats out of this machine. So, like you actually from this one machine, you've gotten enough to cook with for the rest of the competition. Everything from chips to like hot pockets. Um, and you know, you're looking at, at the, the boxes and the expiration dates are basically just have an infinity sign. <laughs> oh, nice. Never goes bad. All right. I'm like, I'm going to get every single piece I can and load it into the truck. Yep. Uh, you got candy bars. You've got like all the flavor profiles you can imagine. Sweet, sour, you know, nice. all that's happening. I want to try to use safe cracking on another dead machine to see what I can get out of it. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Make me the roll. Try and, uh, just try and open it. Oh baby! Yeah. Um, it it doesn't have like a key lock. It's got some kind of uh, like you 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 push certain buttons in sequence, and you're able to kind of figure out the pattern on this one machine, and it pops open. You're just able to open the door, and it's got all the snacks in it. This one is uh, this one was savory. It's they're like uh, uh, pizzas where you you pull the package thing, and it it heats it in the box. Um, it's got all kinds of like, uh, breads with stuffings and like hot sandwiches and there's soups and everything else in here. Dan, premium meals, premium meals. I don't even have to cook only for royalty. Ooh, yeah. 
Okay. Absolutely. And hey, if we lose this competition, guess who's going to sponsor us for the next one? Yeah. So yeah, your remember your secondary goal is like even if you don't win, just what you can get in salvage might be well worth doing things. Exactly. Yeah. This this right here, this right here, this is citizenship. Is there another machine? I. There's, there's a any. wall of machines. There's like 20 machines. They all have different things. One of them's ice cream. What's that Ooh. machine look like? I mean, is it all melted and sad looking? No, all the packaging looks fine. Cryogenically frozen. There's no power to it that you can tell. Like it's plugged in, but there's no lights or anything. If I shake touch, it. touch it. Okay. It's cool. Actually, it's cool to the touch if you touch it. So it's still working. So, we need to just salvage some machines here. Yeah. If we can harvest some of these things, I mean, think about a cooler that never needs power. I mean, you could could preserve all kinds of stuff in that. Yeah. Jake, give me a luck check. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Yeah. Something snakes around your leg, Jake, and you're wrenched off your feet and pulled into uh, a restroom uh, before you like can even say anything. And so, like the rest of you guys, don't even notice. He's just gone. (laughs) (laughs) I'll probably keep looking at vending machines. I guess. Yeah. So I'm thinking if we take this one that's always cold, I'll put it up on top of the truck, and we get some of them vines. And use that to tie it down. We can take it back with us. Because I don't know how many of these vending machines we can fit inside, inside the truck. Yeah, ma'am. Jake, make me an initiative roll. You are an initiative with this Vinaconda. Oh, no. Vinaconda. Oh, no. goes first. It's already got a hold of your foot. So it's going to basically constrict you. Um, Let's see. I'm doomed. Plus five. Wow. That's got a big melee bonus. Oh, wow. Crap roll, though. What's your armor class? Uh, Ten. Okay. Uh, So, it uh, yeah, so it attempts to kind of wrap you up. Um, It's a tendril that kind of acts like a snake, but you can see it's made out of vegetable matter. It's got these very long thorns on the inside of the leaf that was trying to just wrap around you and to constrict you with, but it was not able to. question is, is how does it taste? Yep. So your turn. What do you do? I'm going to shoot at it with a shotgun. Go for it. Okay, 19 will hit. It has an AC of 15. It does have an armor die. Four points of damage is what you do. So it takes a point of damage. <laughs> you blow some of the uh, the leaves off the end. You guys do not hear a shotgun blast on the outside. Oh, oh no. Okay. The restrooms are... Uh, they're very... Uh, soundproof. They're, sound- they're soundproof. They're soundproof restrooms. Appropriately soundproof. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> All right, so uh, next initiative. Uh, If you're still in the room because you didn't try to get out, go ahead and roll your initiative again. All right. Ooh, there we go. Oh, there you go, Jake. All right, Jake. Uh, Shot number two with this sucker. Going to go ahead and shoot. Okay. Ugh. 
Damage is low, but AC 15 hit. hits, but I mean, it has an armor die, so it's not yeah, so that's damage. it. Yeah, all right, so its turn, it's gonna try and wrap itself around you again and use those teeth kind of like a buzzsaw. That's gonna hit Ooh. my leg. All right, first of all, you take just one point of damage just from the teeth kind of biting into you. But then it starts moving them like a like a saw, and it starts just you know, just draining you of blood. Does his uh, armor prevent that one point? Actually, that is that is that is a good point. If it can't get purchased, go uh, your one point. Your armor will take it. So it's you can feel it. You can feel the teeth kind of rubbing back and forth, going really fast, trying to saw its way through your suit. Uh, but it is not able to break through your suit. But you are constricted at this point. It's wrapped around you. Probably a leg. We'll say it's got your leg well and truly wrapped up. And let's Ooh. see who got initiative on that. You did? Right. Yeah. Okay, so give me more initiative. Nice. Okay, so your hands and torso are still free. Your legs wrapped up. You go first. What do you do? I'm going to try to pull my leg free. Try to pull your leg free. Make me a strength check. Maybe against his its strength as well. It gets a bonus. Team's okay. Oh, you pull your leg free. And run. Okay. That was your action, though. So it is going to try and lash out again. Uh, okay. It misses. Okay, so your leg's free and miss the attack. Um, yeah. Next round. This has just been a few seconds, guys, so you just have no idea that he's missing. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and give me initiative again. Oh, I'm going to run like hell. <laughs> it rolled a six. Not hard to beat. Yep, I got an eight. Then you go first, so you're not wrapped up. I'm uh, running. No one's coming running. I mean, you've you've... Set I'm off your shotgun several times, but uh, <laughs> no one seems to be coming running for you. So what do you do? I'm just going to bail. All right. So you're just going to go out through, just push your way through the men's room door. Okay. Yep. You guys, uh, the men's room door flies open and uh, your, your very best plumber. Uh, it's just like, he's backed out. He's got a shotgun. He's breathing really heavily. It's probably still firing shots <laughs> into the, back of the men's room. <laughs> Plants. What I've never the... seen anybody take it too that bad. Yeah, man. Like, is it backing up that bad? Like, what the heck? Need some fiber, man. You know, you don't have to plumb things everywhere we go, right? Have you ever had any, like, tang? It's actually tongue. Let's not use brand names. <laughs> it's zing. There you go. Zing. Without hand your zing. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So the vine pushes its way out after you. And you guys see it now. It's like uh, it's one of like looks like any other tendril you saw out there. But the thing is moving like it was a living snake, and it's got these cruelly hard, you know, barbed hooks on the end. Uh, so you can all initiate now. Did that come out of you, Luigi? <laughs> He's got worms. It's trying to get into me. <laughs> Oh, wow. Nobody beat a 15? Mm-mm. Nope. All right. Louis, it's just going to press its attack on you. 
Oh, oh my god! Oh, hold on, I, I'm, oh, I'm not going to beat that with initiative. Sorry. All right, so it is using a secondary attack now. It's just going to lash out at you, I'm trying to rip your face. Uh, four points. So roll your armor die. See how much of that is absorbed. How much is the armor die for the mylar suit? Uh, One. Is that- so a D three. Okay. D three. Slash R one D three. So one. take three points as it just basically rips the skin off one of your cheeks. Oh no, not my other cheek. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was at a fifteen. Who's next? I got a couple of elevens in here. Uh, Daniel. Oh, got 14. A fourteen, Daniel. All right. Yep, I got a fourteen. In this case, I'll probably just pull out my pistol and fire a shot at it. Okay, so what you're seeing right now is this tentacle that's come out. The the larger portion of it is further back in the bathroom. Are you just going to shoot at the tentacle? To start with, at least. All right, go for it. See if we can alleviate the pressure. That hits. Uh, well, it's armor. We take care of the point of damage, though. So we got a couple of 11s. Uh, Jake, uh, for, uh, Louis, and Fergie. What are you guys doing? I'm just going to put my thumbs in my belt loops and look over at Louie and go, you want a piece of it first? Nope, and I'll run away. <laughs> That'll be my turn. All right, you're going to get out of its reach, um, which is where you find that it actually doesn't have much more reach than 10 feet outside of the bathroom door. Kind of, It kind of lunges at you, but then it seems to be stuck. It can't go any further. Fantastic. Uh, I'll just kind of walk up to it just to maybe a couple feet out of reach then. I'll just go, well, you're just pissing in the wind, aren't you? <laughs> if a snake-like limb could flip you off, you think it's probably doing just that right <laughs> um, Christian, what are you doing? Okay, so we definitely get that the bigger part of this snake is in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, so I am going to use this turn to run to the food truck and grab that bucket of lard out of the back. (laughs) The monitor lizard's perching on top of the 10-gallon hat watching Christian. Uh, Okay, so this round, you get the bucket of lard. Yeah. Okay. Um, No one else is within its range, so we're going to come out of initiative right now, and you kind of got the the extent of its range. So what do you want to do? Um, which one of you can make me some fire? Uh, well, uh, it's probably good at making fire, fire technically. I've got, uh, I've got, uh, Quixote here on top of my hat and he's got a cigar. Oh, I'll pull out the oil lighter that we got from the, uh, there we from go. The, yeah. From the restaurant. All right, there you go. follow me into the bathroom as I grab. Oh, hell no. And I'll just, I'm going to pass the lighter right is to Christian. It's warm enough here that the lard is still thick, or is it started yeah. to thin out? Um, it's it's, it's a little thinned out. Yeah, it's okay. a little melty. It's a little melty. I grab a handful of lard. I got the bucket <laughs> in the other hand. And I'm going in the bathroom. My intention is I'm going to throw globs of lard at this, and someone else is going to light it on fire. All right. Um, your choice. Either make me a reflex save or a fortitude save. Like, if you're just going to barrel through fortitude, if you're going to try and dodge just, and weave. Um, barreling through. Give me a fortitude check. <laughs> oh, oh, my bad. God. <laughs> Some of the lard drips out of your hands, and you slip and fall. 
Okay, which means I'm going to let it have a free attack here. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, we can initiate. Sure. And you're prone. So that's definitely going to hit. That definitely hits. What's with all the crits? Six points of damage. All right. I'll roll my armor. Nine. I eat all of it. Right. Um, Okay. So go ahead and roll initiative. Everyone that wants in on this can roll initiative. But you you failed to just push by it, so now you're gonna have to deal with it to get inside. Okay, that's fine. I got a 14 on my initiative. I found all sorts of not working right, so I'll need a second. I can roll it for you if you want, Dan. Sure. You got it, an agility like, bonus? Uh, plus one right now, I think. You got a 10. Normal. All right. Uh, it misses you, Chuck. Uh, it actually gets some of the lard on it, and it just like <laughs> slips. <laughs> you slip out of it. That okay. was its turn at uh, 20. Uh, Louis, you're next at 15 if you want to do something. So you're not within range of it. No, I'm going to get my chain flail out and then move within uh, um, one space away from being in range. <laughs> then I'll use the reach sure. on my chain flail. To yeah, attack. yeah, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Go ahead and make me an attack roll. 16 hits, but uh, it's, it's armor. We'll just, you know, just yeah. neglect that. Uh, who's next? That was Louis at 15, so 14 is Christian. I stand up. Um, I didn't make it into the bathroom, did I? Nope. I'm going to continue my charge into the sure. bathroom. So, yeah, I'll use my movement to stand, and I'll use my action to move. Okay, so you trace it back, and this vine is growing out of one of the toilets. Fantastic. Next round, I know where this bucket of lard's going. All right, that was 14. Uh, who's next? We got an 8. That was me. I'm at an 8. Uh, what's everyone else at? I had a 10, I think. Yeah, you had okay. a 10. You're next, then, if you want to do something. Um, and I still can't get back into the game yet because my character is grayed out. That's fine. Just let me know what you want. Uh, I'm probably just going to shoot at it with my pistol again. Okay. What's your modifier? It's be a D20 plus one. That hits. What damage do you do? It's a D10. I got a high-powered pistol. Nice. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's armor. takes care of it. Uh, so that leaves... Business as usual. Fergie, what did you get? I didn't roll initiative. I stepped back and I'm okay. leaning up against the side of the. Yeah, uh, yep. If you want to do that, that's machine. fine. So it'll grow. It'll go, uh, which it really can't. It just, it's actually le- reaching towards Louis, just kind of slapping around, trying to get that little extra inch to get to him. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to say that uh, we won't even go into initiative next round. It's distracted on its business end. So, Christian, what do you do? You see it growing out of this toilet. I dump the lard into the toilet, and then I yell for someone to toss the lighter in. Hey, do we got our lizard in here? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the lizard's actually hopped off of Fergie's leg, and it's like bravely followed Christian in to watch what's going on. Because this is using like our third item already, and it's like that first is. All right. Now, Christian, here's the thing. Not all lard will actually light. I know. I'm thinking of that. But I'm just <laughs> playing it off. I Maybe see a, a luck check. Yeah, I see a fat Maybe base a substance. Check. So I'm I'm guessing Fergie doesn't or Christian doesn't know that. No, I gotta I'm over. You're over. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so you throw the lard down inside the toilet and you, you light it or try and light it. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. It needs something like a wick or something to go in there is what you're thinking. Grenade. Okay. I got a backup plan. You know, it didn't light on fire. That sucks. But now the hole that it's poking out of is lubed up. <laughs> so I'm just going to grab this thing and drag it out. Okay. Uh, make me a strength check. Sure. Oh, only on the Oh, oh it's way stronger. You grab it and it just lifts you off the ground and just the black, 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 black. It smacks you on the ceiling on the floor. <laughs> That's fantastic. Grenade time. Yeah. Uh, so I know something's going on back there now. So it's 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 pulling itself back into the bathroom. It shuts the bathroom door. So you guys have the you guys on the outside don't know what's going on. So it's you and it, Christian. It's facing off, man. It's got its tentacle up like. <laughs> Oh, I got you there, buddy, as I pull my statue out. <laughs> the it's, monitor lizard's in there getting a good angle on it all. It's clobbering time. All right. Give me an initiative check. Yeah. Oh, that's 20. All right. Go ahead. Clobber all it. All right. Uh, 16 to hit, six it's points it. of damage. Six points of damage. Okay, you do four points of damage to it, uh, which is actually enough, uh, not to kill it, but to make it, it drops, it's stunned. Nice. So it's just like, it's just kind of like sitting oh, there so pulsing, out. flapping around. Um, no, I'm going to, uh, while it's stunned, I want to drop my statue and I want to try and rip it out of the toilet again. Okay. Yeah, uh, make me a strength check. We're just going to set it at a 10 this time. Sure. 24. Oh, wow. You pull, you pull and pull and pull. Uh, like several feet of this uh, comes out. And then finally, the, the, the last end of it pops out. And it's got like uh, roots on the other end. It looked like it had rooted itself in there. Uh, and again, it's just kind of spasming around right now. It's all lubed up with this lard. <laughs> it's come out of this <laughs> You know what? Toilet. We're going to sell it as asparagus. <laughs> it's already greased up put it on the fire there we go so but Dan, uh but Dan, we'll call it, it asparagus it needs to be non-vegan asparagus there it is <laughs> there we go i do want to point out at the to the monitor list i just want to point out so i used the statue to beat the shit out of it and then i lubed it up in the toilet with the lard so i could pull it out of the toilet Yep. So it zooms in on you again and it gives you the little confessional sign. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. Now we're going to cook it up. All right. So what do you do? Just... Let's uh, drag it into the other room. I'll get my axe and start chopping it into sections. Yep. I got a butcher knife too, so I can start. Yeah. Start. We'll make sure to roll it in lard really good so it's all larded up. Bert, like, I uh, imagine the uh, monitor lizard comes back out and jumps yes. back on my shoulder. I'll I'll just kind of I'll just kind of I'm still leaning on the working vending machine. I look over to the vending machine, just go. Actually, like, it's shuddering and backing away from your group. <laughs> it's like nice. yeah, and I'm, it seems and to be I horrified. Away. I backed away with it, and I look at it. And, Can you believe these meat bags? And then I turn to the monitor lizard, and I see him with the little cigar, and I just say, "Hey, can I have a hit of that?" <laughs> it passes you over to I take like two puffs and hand it back. Thanks, Kyote. <laughs> nice. Uh, so uh, you fry up 
<laughs> you fry up the anaconda. Now we do. All right. Oh, yeah. So yeah, break out the grill and just slap it on there. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, we're uh, we're past time, so we'll uh, we'll go ahead and end it there. You have successfully gotten your supply of the uh, of the mystery ingredient that you're going to need for the cooking for the rest of this contest, though. Now it's just a matter of uh, whether or not you want to try for more spoils. I'm going to say you've got three hours left on the clock. I would definitely I want to get say, more spoils. yeah, we should do some more stealing. Absolutely. Especially yeah. once we have, uh, you know, Chauncey here, who has an eye for the materials, it, it might go a little better. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if we're in a factory, there's probably all sorts of machines in the factory, if nothing else. I mean, even if we don't go anywhere else, even if we stay close to the truck, we still might be able to find some stuff to, yeah. to rip off a wall or off a conveyor somewhere. We'll definitely shoot for getting two vending machines. The one that still works and then the ice cream one. Cold one. The cold yeah. one. All right. All right. We'll end it there for the night, guys. Um, let's start at the bottom. Dan, anything you want to plug? Oh, no. Uh, just check out our Discord. I can't paste the link for it, unfortunately. So I'm sorry. If you look at our channel, you can get the link. Defenders of, of post Cobalt. It in the, uh, post it in the foundry. And I'll copy it over. Oh, uh, shoot. Um, I got to get the link still. Okay. So. I'll paste it in here in a second. But yeah, check out Discord. That's where we chat. We post our memes and do all of our other shit talking there pretty much. So come hang all out. Right. Eddie. Same as everyone else. It's... uh you know, defenders of Kobold. So come check us out. We got stuff going on all the time. I'll roll it up to Chuck for all that information, but uh, come hang out with us. We're having a lot of fun doing any number of things, mostly inappropriate. <laughs> Jake, also another defender of Kobold. Anything else you got, Jake? No. Come no. check out our Discord and our, <laughs> our Twitter and our all that yeah. stuff. And then there's Chuck, the kobold that they all defend. Yeah. Uh, okay. So first off, our next scheduled session of this is on the 26th. That is DCC Day. So here on the Goodman Games Twitch, uh, that entire weekend, there's going to be all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, introduction, tutorial videos for you know people new to the game, all sorts of classic adventures being ran. And because of that, America is getting put on pause for one session. And we'll be back here with this exact same crew. Uh, and I'll be running the uh, Sea Queen Escapes, the level three Goodman Games adventure. You can pick that up on the Goodman Games store. Uh, so yeah, 26, our next scheduled session for this, we'll be doing that. And then after that, we'll be back to America. So that's, we'll be, have a month till we find out what other cool stuff we can still hear in the floating city. Uh, yeah. But regularly, you can find us at Defenders of Cobalt, twitch.tv slash Defenders of Cobalt. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Central, we're going to be running some Salt Marsh. This Wednesday, 9 p.m. Central, we'll be running Rime of the Frostmaiden. But we're doing it with Weird Frontiers, so your Weird West DCC action. Thursday night on Defenders, 9 p.m., we're running uh, Watercolors and Warriors, our Ghibli-inspired 5th Ed campaign. And then Friday night, also on Defenders, also at 9 p.m., basic fantasy role-playing game. So all sorts of cool stuff for you on Defenders. 
And I got that link in the uh, foundry there. I'll so. paste it over. Yes, and I am the only non-cobalt, although uh, cobalt at heart, perhaps. One of us. Check me out at uh, twitch.tv slash steam steel murder. I stream on Tuesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. This Sunday is Gamma World's second edition, uh, 9.30 to 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern. And all the hilarity that we were playing through today is actually in the America books. We are, we are now checking out the Hanging Gardens of Burbankia. You have met the cruel Vinacondas. You have met the... Uh, they called beetle apes the bombard variety and the vindebeast <laughs> all things that actually exist within the umerica world so it is a fabulous Wonderful. setting uh give uh give it a try read uh Reed Sanfilippo does some amazing work on this and it, it is very deep there are a lot of stuff it was a zine for many many years before it became its own product so it is it is deep as far as the lore you can get out of this fun, fun thing. Anyway, guys. Oh, um, if I might, uh, since Jeremy isn't here, I'll go ahead and I'll plug it for him. Uh, if you're into comic book stuff out there, Jeremy has a podcast called The Pludecast, P-L-E-W-D. And uh, go ahead and check that out. Yeah, Lots of cool discussions on comic-based nerdery. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> there we go. Nice. All right, guys. Say goodbye. 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 Bye. Bye.